Welcome to the family with Tevin Pittman, Alex Brandt-Bernard Rasmussen, co-host Catherine Brandt, and Andy Brandt-Bernard. <laughs> we, of course, have Kostaki Kamalopoulos joining us later on in the hour. But coming up, I just want to read some headlines. I'm not going to read the stories. I just want to read the headlines and get the take, uh, takes from the four people in this room and, of course, your calls. What's the number again, Andy? I always forget. Six five six one two two eight four zero six one. Yep. Oh yeah, he's got it. Got okay. printed out all over the place, but five six one two two eight four zero six one. Don't try to help out, Devin. Devin's trying to help over here. Plus, you're squinting across the room trying what? to read the small print. What does print. it say? What? Anyway, we'll be right back with the family. Tommy, it's quiz time. Ooh, I love quiz time. Let me guess. Breck called and they want their diploma back. Easy. I earned that fair and square. In fact, it's right. Ah, well, look what you made me do. Sorry. So what's the question? So you've heard about the new car inventory shortages, right? Yeah, you've mentioned it about a million times. Guess how many 2021 Rogues we have in stock at Burnsville Nissan and Coon Rapids Nissan? Mm, seven. Close. The actual number is 209. A lot of Nissan dealers are really low, but we're in good shape for the next month or so. So there's no reason to hurry? That's not great messaging. How about don't dawdle? There's a word you don't hear often there, Monty Burns. Yeah, funny. Anyway, the all-new 2021 Rogue is a great vehicle, and we're lucky enough to have a bunch. We've got great leases, and they all come with Walzer Care, which is a 10-year warranty for free. But wait, there's more. Read this. Coon Rapids Nissan and Burnsville Nissan want your trade and will give you an extra $1,000. That's pretty cool. Go to Coon Rapids Nissan or WalzerNissan.com for details. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Uh, we're just trying to represent people who've been injured through no fault of their own. We're trying to talk to them before they talk to an adjuster or before they take a settlement that isn't something they should get based upon their injuries. How many people are out there in different, not in the law business, that love to run around scaring people before you even get to them? Well, adjusters will want to settle cases right. and they want to close files. So based upon that, they do what they have to. Um, I think there's a lot of circumstances where they probably act as attorneys where they're not attorneys and they try yeah. to explain people's rights or they give them a certain view that if they look at it. And what I always say is this, if the adjuster really truly thinks the offer they made makes sense, they'd have them come see us. You know? And that's exactly my question is you have to understand who has the best your best interest in mind correct well you want to know what your rights are you know whether yep. or not you decide yep. you're going to hire us or not that's a choice it's a free consultation and you want to understand what your all your rights are and what coverages you have and plus the fact i hang out with you so you got to be a good guy <laughs> if i'm hanging out with you uh, maybe <laughs> uh, okay ladies and gentlemen michael bryant bradshaw and bryant Tom Bernard here with my friend John Schwartz, co-owner of AAA Movers, a family-owned part of the Metro since 1964. John, this isn't your first barbecue or a rodeo, is it? You know what, Tom? AAA Movers has been moving Minnesota for over 56 years. Our family business has gone from two trucks to over 50 and proud to say that we're the number one moving company in Minnesota. We believe our success has been earned with time and trust by our customers. Our number one referral is former clients. So maybe it's time you call AAA. If you or someone you care about needs to move from here or there, even if that there is on the other side of the country. I wish I was moving today. If you are, mention Tom Bernard or KQ, and you'll get a free moving box kit with every move, and you'll save 50 bucks off with removal from junk luggers. Your move is always triple guaranteed with AAA Movers. That's their price guarantee, safety guarantee, and satisfaction guarantee. Call 612-588-MOVE or online at aaamovers.com. AAA Movers, you may not move every day, but they do. We are back. 
get that post there. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it's like you've done this before. Once or twice, maybe. I just want to read some headlines, ladies and gentlemen. There are some headlines. What I like to do is I don't read the stories anymore because it's all lies anyway. Mm-hmm. That is true. So what I like to do is look at the headlines on both foxnews.com and cnn.com because you want to talk about two different worlds. I mean, there's nothing they agree on. Nothing. No. They don't even agree on the fact that they don't agree on anything. Right. The sun's <laughs> shining. No, it isn't. <laughs> okay. And it doesn't matter which side. Whoever says it first, CNN or Fox, the other side will go, no, it isn't. Right. Now, here's just some headlines. Dems block uh, GOP resolution blaming Omar for remarks inciting anti-Semitism. Well, she did say anti-Semitic things. Why are they blocking that? Why would the Dems block them from going after... Because she's uh, one of them. It's yeah, all but so about what? teams. She did it. No, it doesn't matter. I just don't understand why you want a psychopath like that, that Omar, on your side. Why do you want her on your team? You're anti-Semitic. That's what it is. We're all Tevin. anti-Semitic, yeah. That turncoat, Tevin. Uh, Representative Brady says Biden well on his way to killing millions of jobs. <laughs> That's great. Like I said, I don't even read the stories anymore because it just I get too upset. Now, here's the reason I wanted to read that one. There are a couple of Biden ones in here, but this is my favorite Biden one. Okay, you ready? Mm-hmm. United States bishop will con- bishops, excuse me, United States bishops will consider banning Holy Communion for Biden and other left-wing politicians. What? <laughs> I don't think you're allowed to block communion. Oh, I think if you're the head gun at the church, you can block whatever you want to block, I suppose. Mm. I don't know. Well, that's what excommunicated is, I believe. Yeah, it pretty much would be an uh, uh, excommunication, wouldn't it? Okay, so those are the headlines from from Fox.com, FoxNews.com. Now the headlines from uh, CNN.com would be... Major U.S. mall owner files for bankruptcy. That's not good news, though, is it? Well, malls are kind of going extinct, I feel like. They really are, aren't they? There we go. Canon 915. Uh, Canon is like a law of the Catholic Church. Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, It says, you cannot deny the sacraments to those who seek them at appropriate times. So you can't do it. You can't deny them communion. Uh, Unless they're prohibited by law from receiving them. I don't know why you would ever be prohibited by law. By law, yeah, that makes well, sense. Well, I guess, I think yeah. that means, like, you know, if uh, you're on probation and you're not allowed to drink alcohol, then they can say no wine for you. I think that's what they're talking yeah, about. Yeah, that's probably, you're probably right about that. Yeah, no, unless uh, unless Biden gets some DUIs and isn't allowed to drink wine anymore, you got to give him the no. communion. No, 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 no crackers oh. and juice for you, Joe. Oh, Officer Dave's on. Maybe not a uh, cracker, it's a <laughs> wafer. <laughs> It's unleavened it's bread. The same thing. Get it right, Tevin. Right. Yeah. Are you dumb? Yeah, way to go. Okay, Miss <laughs> Compound. Okay. <laughs> I, <laughs> how was the turnaround on me? Something Ms. that Com- never came out of my mouth. It was okay, funny. Compound. Oh my like God. Washington Prime Group, a major mall owner of more than 100 locations across the United States, filed for bankruptcy, citing pandemic-related shutdowns. A Columbus, Ohio-based company filed for Chapter 11 late Sunday, Mm. saying COVID-19 created significant challenges and that the move is necessary. Washington Prime scoured $100 million, or scoured, scoured. Washington Prime secured $100 million in new funding to support its day-to-day operations, so it continue in the ordinary course without interruption. So I don't know if they even have any stores in Minnesota. I, I assume they're one of the biggest ones, so they must have Washington some. Prime? Washington Prime Group, yeah. But here's your problem. I mean, here's your problem right here is 
what Tevin just pointed out, Catherine, by coincidence, Catherine and I last night were driving past uh, one of the bigger malls. Mm-hmm. And I said, I have not been in that store no, in no at one goes least to malls. four, five, six years. Yeah. It's been forever. Maplewood <laughs> Mall, by the way. <clears throat> They own Maplewood Mall, yes, really? Yes, they do. Mm-hmm. Maplewood Mall's still in business, isn't it? Uh, yeah, I For now. believe so. But yeah, that's pretty interesting. That uh, It's it's going to be like Macy's. We just heard from a relative of Alex's, an in-law. She went to uh, Macy's, and there's nothing in the store anymore. Yep. They don't have anything in their stores anymore. It, she said it looks like they're going out of business, So, which is kind of sad. So, Dave, why would it be illegal to get communion? Okay, it would be illegal because you are considered in mortal sin. So basically, if, let's say, the bishops do excommunicate Joe Biden and all the other left side that they want to, yeah, right. and they continue to receive communion, that's a mortal sin. Ah. So they're basically express elevator to H-E double hockey sticks. Huh. Are you the largest Catholic ever born? I probably am not the largest, but <laughs> <laughs> the weird question. Yeah. the most woman on the planet. Yes. You're the most what? I married the most Catholic person on the planet. Oh, you did? Okay. Ah. okay. Did, no, did you grow up Catholic? Huh? Did you grow up Catholic? Yes, I did. I thought you did, yeah. So did I, obviously. Catherine did as well. Yep. Oh, very, and I found myself actually becoming more traditionalist as I've gotten older. Um, I, I appreciate the the Holy Roman Catholic. It adds, what, three minutes to the Mass. You know, it's it's just... We had a priest here out in the Sigley Weeds where I live, and uh, he did the, the Mass properly, and every once in a while he'd throw in a Latin Mass, and that was kind of fun. So I thought anyway. Yeah, I, no, I understand but exactly. I don't think what you're I've saying. ever done, been to a Latin mass before. So the couple times that I had been to one before Father Gallus got here, um, they'd always mumble through it, and it's like, "Come on, let me at least hear it. Mm. I want to hear it, mumble it." So yeah, but no, it's, maybe they it, weren't it, secure in their in their Latin in their Latin pronunciation. <laughs> <laughs> This guy looked to be about as old as maybe Christ himself when he did it. <laughs> I would he spoke Latin at home. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it was just, but yeah, it's excommunication. You're 100% right, Andy. They can excommunicate anyone. Oh. And if a priest decides to give, let's say they do excommunicate him, and he uh, continues to receive on the fly from some priest who wants to give him communion, um, then he's on, that's a mortal sin. Yeah, you know, Officer Dave, i got to tell you something. I don't know if you heard, uh, I mentioned it on the morning show this morning, as a matter of fact, but uh, Catherine and the kids and her brother uh, and uh, our kids' families went to dinner last night at a place called, uh, uh, what's it called, Blue 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 Birch. Blue Birch, Birch. yeah, Blue Birch. It's in the Marriott down in, um, I think that's Minnetonka, isn't it? Mm Mm-hmm. Went to dinner there last night. This young lady did a really nice job. It was all by herself. Worked her ass off. It was wonderful. Uh, <clears throat> and so comes the end of the evening. I give her my my credit card to pay the bill. And she goes, I thought that was you. And I said, oh, really? Do you know who I am? She goes, 
I'm Tony Miranda's granddaughter. Remember Tony Miranda from the United, the uh, Minneapolis Police Department? Yes, I uh, do. Yeah, see, I've known Tony, Tony Miranda for years. And, of course, Brian Zepp thought it was hilarious when I mentioned that this morning. He goes, there's a cop with the last name of Miranda? I said, yeah, well, that's a good point. You're absolutely right. But it was so nice. Her name was Jess. She's not very old. Very, very nice. Did a great. But the great part, part of that is... Before I knew she knew who I was or that she was related to Tony Miranda, I was very complimentary of her, telling her what a great job she did. What if I had gone to her and said, you know, you suck at this. You should, <laughs> you should think about getting out of the business. You probably would say, oh, that's just Tom being Tom. <laughs> that's Tom being Tom, exactly right. Well, thank you. Know, you for... I'd, I'd... What's that? That's just how. I'd, I'd know it's just you being a smartass, but that's just me. Well, that's true. You would know that. That is absolutely true. No question about that. But um, I, I just, uh, I love the fact that you called it and explained the whole situation because a nice Catholic boy myself, you know. <laughs> well, I'm becoming a better Catholic boy because of my wife. Let's put it that way. Well, there you go. All right, Pally. you got to come in the studio one of these days. We haven't seen you in a while. Uh, I'd be there tomorrow if you want. Well, we'll be around tomorrow. That'll be fun. I think it'll be a great All right, I'll, I'll hit the gym early and, and be there for the show. I like it, man. We'll see you tomorrow. Sounds great. Thanks, Tommy. Thanks, Officer Dave. gang. All right. Uh, <laughs> I love this boat. This is on CNN.com. Good. CNN.com. Here's the headline. Chris Hemsworth wishes Chris Evans a happy 40th birthday with a photo of Chris Pratt. Because everybody thinks they're the same person. Oh. <laughs> I think that's hilarious. Chris to Chris to Chris. It's all the same person, isn't it? No, no, actually it's not. But, uh... Just being a bad dog. Dude is being really high maintenance right Why now. Is he, what do you want? Well, it's not even... He usually knows when it's time to go home, I but it's know, not even close yet. I know, he's very restless yet. for some strange reason. Do you go romp at the dog park? Okay, I have to ask you guys a question. Andy and Kevin, Catherine and I already talked about this. Yes. I saw a report across a a few different formats. I didn't see it on CNN. I did see it on Fox and a couple other ones that that this whole hydroxychloroquine lie that they told in our government killed 100,000 people and they knew they were lying. Yeah, I wouldn't doubt it. How horrible is that? So if this is true... Are, will true. there be consequences? No. I certainly would hope so. Because are. they turned everything into a political Yeah, it was just, a, just political. That's all it was, political. And, and they killed if people don't people. start paying for this kind of thing, I know. then it's just going to continue on forever. It's going to be forever and ever, and people are going to die, and nobody cares. I just don't understand how you don't care if somebody, I know you don't know them, but I hope, you know, the woman who got killed by the driver, mm-hmm. I really wish she hadn't have been killed by the driver. That would have been really nice, you know. Right. I didn't know her. She's a human being. I, I'm not real happy about you not being on edge of, about 100,000 people dying. Right. Well, and especially when, like, it's your responsibility to exactly. keep everybody safe and the information and the actions that they took led to 100,000 people dying is ridiculous. Well, Pfizer, mm-hmm. who... You know, has one one of the vaccinations out. They apparently, to my understanding, could have released the vaccination six weeks before they did. They waited till after the election. Yep. Yep. Oh yeah. And that. the American people gave Pfizer and all these. 
companies billions of dollars to make the vaccines. Yep. Yeah. And what is that all about? But I don't think that's at least I don't think that's very surprising just because if you want a certain political person to get credit for yep, exactly. coming People up with died. the vaccine and doesn't matter. That's, they just doesn't matter. Credit shouldn't matter. People but that's why, that's why they're waiting. But that's not okay to say that's just the way it is. And I don't I don't know if like if they would have released it six weeks earlier, do you think like the general public would have been more trusting of going to get the vaccine? I know earlier? people that were so desperate for a vaccine, the promise of a vaccine was the only thing that kept them going. I swear. They were so terrified <laughs> yeah, that they true. everyone's just gonna drop dead in the streets. Yeah. They well, wanted that vaccine. They were. That's because the I mean, you can blame the media for that. Well, absolutely, but when well, you're that terrified that's what you want. You want that vaccine. The vaccine was the only hope we had, remember? Because they were shooting down all of the... Every treatment. Yeah, the treatments. Yeah. You know what amazes me about that is, and I know people, it's not popular to do, but I don't give a rat's ass because I've known the man for years and he's been very supportive of me and I of him. Mike Lindell told me a year and a half ago, you know, this bothers me because hydroxychloroquine does work. Mike Lindell told me that flat out. He goes, I know it works. There were groups of doctors putting out videos, tweeting, saying, I I've it used works. it. Yeah. It's working. Yep. Is it a perfect thing? No. Does it work for absolutely everybody? No. But it gives no. a lot of people, right. a, yeah, they turn around after they've had it. But yep. then Trump said it was good, so it's bad now. That's all it was. Exactly. Just, why do we let them and, do and, these and things? And social media just shut them down. They yep. just banned them. Yeah, they did. I don't know why you want. I don't. You you don't want the people to die, but you let them die by telling your lies just so you could get your way. How how disgusting I are you? Really don't have. I have. Jesus. I have just zero confidence in a political system that operates in this manner on any side in any party that yeah. operates like this. There there should be. I agree. I don't know why people aren't more pissed. I don't understand why people aren't really. Upset about the, the news way is not, things it's are It's not telling going. them to be mad. No, it's true. They get mad if the news tells them to be mad, and they calm down if the news tells them to calm down. Well, it is true that most people are not very bright. No, that's and, unfortunately and it, true. And it feels like who do you complain to when the quote-unquote top of the pyramid is the one causing problems? It's like yeah. who do you? Where do you go? That is you true. Who you, top of what pyramid? Or like if like if so if the government like is kills 100,000 people. It's like, well, right. now who do you... Well, that's, oh, that's right. what... Yeah, yeah, isn't right. that part of social unrest? Isn't right. that part yeah, of social right. justice? Exactly. It's like, we don't want to die because you're, you know, turning everything into a partisan But problem. the hydroxychloro whatever, I feel like that's not, like, the hot button issue to go out and, like, protest and stuff like that, where it's people pick and choose or people rather go out for racial injustice or Starbucks coffee cup Scandals and when are you gonna stop with that protest. fake racial injustice <laughs> argument? When's that gonna happen? But, but yeah, like there's no like you're not gonna get a bunch of people to go protest the hydroxychloroquine. I have a question for you. Wait, how I'm about the corruption? That just or that yeah, corruption right. in government? Would that be okay? That'd I mean, is, yeah. Don't you, and do you think that the whole skin color politics stuff is maybe? Do you think it's a good thing or a bad thing? Uh, I would say it's a bad thing because it shouldn't be about 
the skin color should just be about policies and Couldn't the type of person more. you are. But I think that it is important to have representation of everybody in government, I, but I it agree. shouldn't be a representation just because, well, we'd have to have the one token black guy. Right. On the, like a real voice is what right. you're saying. How yeah. about the one Absolutely. token white guy in a commercial that's not a moron? Every yeah. white guy in commercials oh, now is a moron. Oh, everybody loves that, Tom. <laughs> so every one of them. They just, every white, oh, he's going to be a moron. Hey, what do you think? I'm like, oh, God. Now, i got to throw this at you mm-hmm. because we went and uh, celebrated Sagey's birthday yesterday. We went to the Science Museum, okay. which, by the way, is magnificent. The Science Museum in St. Paul is just phenomenal. Yeah, I would Best t- field trips as a kid ever were at oh, the yeah. Science Museum. Oh, yeah. And it has gro- nice it's now. grown and done, yeah. There's it's a, really it's nice now. pretty amazing. But... We go in the gift shop because, Seiji, pop up. What are you going to buy for me now? Yeah. <laughs> One of those deals. He, knows he got you're a dinosaur. A sucker. He knows I'm a sucker to buy him gifts. It's true. He comes up to me and goes, pop up. I don't have any red binoculars. I'm like, oh, really? You need I've, red I've wanted binoc- red binoculars for hours. For hours. <laughs> I've wanted oh. red binoculars. At least he's for honest. <laughs> for hours. So I'm standing there, we're at the cashier, and I look over at the bookshelf. Mm-hmm. Every book on their bookshelf is a book about racism. At the Science, at the science Museum. Museum. Why? Why? It should be about dinosaurs and skeletons. Exactly. That's what it used to be. Right? But it's all about how, why don't, why are white people so racist? Oh, I'm like, one, one really? Name, one, name, one book name was something like, why... Did the black kids sit by themselves at the lunchroom? In the lunchroom, yeah. Well, the last time I was at the Science Museum, probably like two years ago, they had this like racial exhibit, and it was like a bunch of kids sitting at like a lunch table, and they all wrote like what they thought about like racism or something, and it was like it doesn't have anything to do with science at all. Why are they doing this? They have no business doing that. Why are all the black kids sitting together at the cafeteria and other conversations about race? Yeah. That's that was one of the books. Mm-hmm. It's like, why are we doing because this? Because they want why, to. Right. Well, like, because they want us to. Do they want to stand with. That's why. <laughs> because we're friends. I don't. I just, what? And once again, well, like I said, when I lived with Victor and Gail Treadwell up in Grand Forks, North Dakota, in 1971, a white guy lived with two black people. Nobody gave a rat's ass. No one cared. Matter of fact, I went to lots of parties. I was the only white guy there. Because Gail and, you know, and Victor had They gave friends. you the okay. <laughs> well, some of them did. Some of them weren't wild about the idea of me being there. I'll tell you that. But, no, it just, they're going to make things harder for black people, in my opinion, if they don't stop doing this. Because it's white people that are doing this. Yeah, 100%. 100% white people doing it. Why do you want to make black people's lives harder? Can we just all come together and work together? Does there always have to be a bad guy? It's winning guy? elections, mm-hmm. that's why. Because well, it wins elections, that's exactly it. Once again, this is all about the politicians winning. I, I just, I didn't see a whole hell of a I saw some, of course, when I was a kid, but not in my school. Everybody got treated the same. Black, Spanish, white, women, men, or boys, girls, whatever. Everybody got treated the same. That's how I grew up. Everybody was treated the same. And that then was a got really a long time ago. Oh. <laughs> I that was like say 100 it. years ago, wasn't it? As he's taking notes in his stone tablets. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm sitting down in my stone tablets, taking care of business. God, we went to Casetta last uh, yesterday afternoon. They had lunch. Mm-hmm. I got to sit and watch, of course, because I'm the profile plan. So I get to watch them yep. eat, you know, their Italian food. Casetta's is great. I had a salad. I love, I love Casetta. Casetta. 
You know when that opened? I saw, I, I, Catherine asked me, how long has this been open? I said, God, at least 70 years. Yeah, I was going to say probably like 50s, 60s. Ready? That's what I thought. It opened in 1911. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. That so they just amazing. built downtown St. Paul around Cassettes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Which I thought was fair. I, 110 years ago. I, I mean, couldn't believe yeah. that. If you if you like going to museums and that kind of stuff, yeah. zoos, whatever, yeah. all of it's open, but there's hardly anybody there, so it's a perfect oh, time to go because you it's can actually wonderful. see and do all the stuff with, in a very short period of time. You don't have to wait for anything. We had a ball. That's nice. We had an absolute ball there yesterday. It the, was great. I think it was it's the pretty quiet over there, though. Minnesota yeah. Zoo is, which is like the bigger, nicer one. The Minnesota, the Minnesota Zoo. Zoo. Yep. So Minnesota when I was a Zoo, kid, yeah. we, I went there with my family and whatever, watching like the tigers and whatever. And yeah. some we're in like an indoor part of the zoo, and this guy comes walking around with like a huge snake, like the biggest snake oh, I've ever seen man. in my life. And I hate snakes. <laughs> and like Big little eight, little eight year old me was. Out of the zoo. Oh, I bet. I bet. Absolutely. (laughs) The animals got out. I'm like, there's a snake. I've seen seen the movie Anaconda. I am gone. Mom, I'll be in the car. Anaconda? I don't know what kind of snake it was. It was was a harmless. I'm sure they just fed it a small animal and it was full. I've seen how movies end. Black people always die first. I'm out. That is true. Black people always die first in the creature movies. I don't think anymore. What's that all about? No, oh, probably not anymore. I think that's no. yesteryear as well. Yeah, we had we, we started bringing that up, and now they kill us in like the second or third <laughs> act of the movie. <laughs> well, now at least when they do a movie of Temptations, it'll actually star black people, so that's good. Yeah, you know, it's not a bad thing, is it? <laughs> no, not at all. I don't know. I did the whole thing, but I just, to me, am I wrong? And that's why I wanted to ask you this question: As a white man in America today, been around for a while. I see that, and I go, man, it makes me concerned about people of color because a lot of people are going to get really sick of this if they don't stop. Yeah. And And it's not black people or brown people doing it. It's white people that are doing it. Yeah. And, and like, even just, like, because you're already saying, like, everybody just needs to come together. And then it's even you see when people are, like, out at protests or something like that or out and about or just even just walking down the street and they'll see a police officer and then they'll, like, cuss out the police officer oh, and things like that and it's so like ridiculous. this doesn't what is like what does this help like even with the lady that got ran over uh last night the police showed up and like people are yelling at the police officers and it's like they're here trying to like help, help out like everybody oh, just God. R- remove yourself from all the emotion and like get along exactly i'd love to see it love to see it i mean i've never liked you but that's a whole well, no, different that's, yeah we have a long history of beef get <laughs> on the city council fighting yeah you need to be on no, the city no. council Come no, on. I've, I've talked to a lot of city council people and that's i they're don't crazy. have the energy yeah i don't have that it's a crazy town it's a crazy <laughs> group they're, they're, no. they're nuts we got to take a break we'll be right back kostaki economopolis mm-hmm. will join us coming up Tom here for Shift Real Estate. I met the folks from Shift Real Estate last year on our way to Key West and loved their story. Shift Real Estate saves home sellers thousands of dollars on real estate fees because they list for a flat fee of $5,000, and that includes photos, MLS listing, online marketing, and the assistance of a full-time realtor. Tell Shift about your home, and they will tell you how you can save $10,000 or more. Shift Real Estate, the common sense way to sell your home. Visit shift2sell.com because life is expensive enough. 
Northern Metal Fab right off the interstate in Baldwin, Wisconsin is a custom job shop specializing in large-scale projects. Northern Metal Fab is now hiring for all positions, including welders, painters, and inspectors, to provide quality craftsmanship to their customers. Northern Metal Fab is growing, and their growth is your opportunity. Northern Metal Fab offers competitive pay, excellent benefits, and more. Apply online today at nmfinc.com. That's nmfinc.com. Northern Metal Fab is an equal opportunity employer. Hey, it's Tom again for my good friends at Profile. You've heard me talk about the terrific experience I've had working with my Profile health coach, Danette, Dan Kelly. It's not just because I've lost weight and kept it off. It's because there's so much more to losing weight than simply stepping on a scale. Profile makes sure I'm in it for the long haul. It's about getting to your goal and staying there. That's why Profile provides members like me so many great tools to keep it off like monthly health seminars, 3D body scans, an exercise app, a terrific podcast, cookbooks, and so much more. Matter of fact, I'm going to be on the podcast in a couple of weeks. Can't say enough about Profile. It's changed my life, and it can change yours, too. Profile has six metro locations, as well as Mankato, St. Cloud, and Rochester. Make today the day you call them or visit ProfilePlan.com for a location near you. That's ProfilePlan.com. Oh, and mention promo code KQRS for a special discount. ProfilePlan.com. That's ProfilePlan.com. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Let me know when Kostak is ready to go, Andy. It may or may not happen. You just can't get him to answer his phone? It, well, it's like not, it's having a hard time ringing. I don't know what's going on. Well, no, so who have, is it? Does he have T-Mobile? Did you text him? I'm about to. You're about to text him right now. So basically what we've done today is solved all the world's problems. So you, mm-hmm. you don't have to go to charge, make any charge about who's being treated poorly. Now we took care of it. It's yep. done. Let it go. And Tevin Pittman for city council 20 whatever the next election is. Seriously, you should run. No. You I'm should not, run. I'm not. You should run. We have run. to get some normal people in well, there. Well, yeah, but he's not normal. No, no I'm skipping city council. I'm just going to run for president. So we're just, You should run thing? for president. And by normal, I mean people with a head on their shoulders that aren't all about trying to become president of the United States in 10 years. Well, you know what you should do, though? Because mm-hmm. I would love it just to piss white people off. You know, John F. Kennedy once said, ask not what your country can do for you, mm-hmm. what you can do for your country. I want you to, if you become president, I want you to come on and say, ask not. you got to say ask, because I, I miss the old neighborhood, man. Ask not what your country can do for you. I would I'll, love that. I'll run, I'll run with the same slogan when I was in, like, middle school, running for student council. Uh-oh. See, you've got, see, you've got had, experience. Uh, you can use that. My, I had an afro at the time, and so I braided half of my head, and my slogan was, vote for the fro, even if it's in cornrows. And so I had half of a fro, half <laughs> oh cornrows. Oh, my God, you're I mean, I won vice president of student see, council. See, you so could win there. city council I'm by doing the same up. thing, I think. Right. It's funny. <laughs> so, I went and picked up my car. I got new tires put on my car at mm-hmm. Walzer. Went and picked it up. There was a young kid in there. He looked to be about 20 years old. He's a white kid. What was the name of that character on, uh, you know, the big, gigantic uh, afro on, is it The Simpsons? Sideshow Bob. Sideshow Bob. Yeah, who is that now? It's Sideshow Bob. But Sideshow Bob was, uh, uh, oh, who did the voice of Sideshow oh, Bob? Kelsey Grammer. Kelsey Grammer. There you go. Kelsey Grammer. That's who I was thinking of. This kid had, and he's a white kid, had the biggest afro I have ever seen. He worked really hard to get his hair that big, man. Yeah, my favorite is when they call it like 
natural hair. And, and they spend natural. like, you know, 30 hours a week getting it that way. Like, oh, yeah. It's not natural if you have to put that much product into it to make right. it that big right. and frizzy. No, having an afro is a lot of work. Yeah, you no, got to pick it. You got to blow dry it. You, you don't just yeah, wake up and go yeah. to school. Like You wake up, depending on what side of your head you sleep on, half of your head is flat and the other half is Where's just crazy. Picture? Oh, wow. Oh, I'd have to dig deep into the Facebook Where's to the find picture? that. No matter it's what big. race you are, your natural hair is gross. I'm sorry. You have to wash. <laughs> you have to brush. Mm -hmm. These are important things. <laughs> Human man. hair gets really, really gross. It does, man. There's no doubt about that. Uh, speaking of afros, we got Kostaki on the line. Kostaki <laughs> with an afro. Do you ever had an afro, Kostaki? I I get some wiry, curly, big Greek hair sometimes. So yeah, big Greek hair. It. Sure. All right, we wanted to make sure to include you in the in the conversation if we possibly could. <laughs> That's all we know. Appreciate that. <laughs> so what's happening with you, Pally? Well, it's uh, it's a little bit of a slow uh, week in the NFL, and it's Father's Day week, so I thought I would tell you a little bit about my dad for Father's Day. I'd love Day. to hear it. Uh, my dad is a Greek immigrant and a lovable, gregarious dude. In a thick Greek accent, he would say things like, play it with the ear, you know, he would screw up the... Once he met the mailbox and he said, take the garbage to the post office. Take the and, garbage uh, to the post office. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> we teased him about that for 20 years. I love it. Yeah. We only had one language, and we made fun of a guy who had one leg, came to America on a scholarship, and got a PhD in a second language because he didn't nail the idioms. So that's Wait, fair. Now, who did that? My brother and I, we would tease him. You know, I mean, but who, who is the guy that succeeded so well? My dad. My dad. He uh, actually did that? That's phenomenal. He's a Fulbright scholar. He came to America for graduate school and uh, found opportunity. And they married mom. They planned to go back to Greece, but then he got a good job teaching at uh, the University of Georgia system. So they, they stayed and became became Americans. Well, he became American. She was already American. Oh, well, she was already American. So uh, was, you, no, was your dad ever a sponge diver? Can I say that on radio? I love to do that to him. Don't you know what a sponge diver is? It's literally diving for sponges. You literally dive for sponges in the ocean in Tarpon Springs, Florida. Well, I don't know if they do it anymore. They still, Kostaki, they still sponge dive, don't they? Don't they have like little submarine pickers or something? They definitely sell sponges in Tarpon Springs. And I think on the Epiphany, like the Easter tradition celebration, they do a... They throw a big cross in the water, and whoever can dive down and get it gets good luck for the year or something. There's something uh, like that. Yeah, I there's some, tell you. some leftover sponge diving traditions there. Kostaki, yeah. I have to mention, I, I lost one of my oldest Greek friends in the world. Guy used to own Rudolph's Barbecue in town. Great Greek family. I just found out he died a few weeks ago. Sad to hear it, man. I love uh, that guy. Great uh, guy. Oh, that is sad, yeah. Nice I'm Greek family. You know what I'm saying. I love the Greeks. Just hearing, like, whenever I'm in public somewhere and I just hear a Greek accent, it, like, it warms my heart, you know. Well, I suppose, yeah, I suppose we would, would. We would mock my dad for goofing a phrase, and he would say, you listen with accent, which is the perfect response. You listen with accent. Uh, I like it. <laughs> I like it. I think you always make fun of your dad, no matter how smart he is. Like, 
Neil deGrasse Tyson's kids are probably giving him a hard time somewhere right now. <laughs> yeah, probably true. That probably is true. It's you're called right. Fortnite, You don't Dad. know how to post a TikTok yet. Yeah, you're dumb, right? You don't mm-hmm. know Fortnite. That's a good example. You're not dumb, Dad. <laughs> no, Pikachu evolves into Raichu. <laughs> I'm even lost what? on that one. I have no idea what the hell you're talking about. I guess I am a Greek immigrant. I didn't even know it. Every kid's yeah. got their own things. Yeah. I suppose that's true. Oh, believe me. I'm sure Alex is going to be dumb one of these days because she forgot which Paw Patrol character goes to which car. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. That's true. It yes. happens eventually. That is true. That's right. That's right. My dad said I could get a snake when I was eight. And I turned eight, and I was like, where's my snake? And he goes, I didn't think you were going to remember that. Like, do you not know how kids work? I've been looking forward to this day for three years. Yeah, that <laughs> is thought, true. I thought you'd forget all about it. That's kind of cold, but what the hell. He was a sociology professor, and uh, one day he was talking about the challenges of women in the workplace, and he said some phrase that was, it's like starting out with two strikes and no balls, and he totally didn't know what Oops. he had said. <laughs> And the class was cracking up. He was very embarrassed. Okay, i got to tell you a quick story along the same lines. There was a legendary baseball announcer for the Minnesota Twins named Halsey Hall. And Halsey Hall kind of had one of these, the Twins are coming to bat. They really need a couple of runs ready. He had one of those kind of voices. Mm-hmm. Halsey was a very, very All old right. guy. And it was a very cold day at the old Metropolitan Stadium, an outdoor stadium. It was in Bloomington, Minnesota. And I'm watching the game on television. And they show this young couple, and they have a blanket over them because it's so cold out, right? And Halsey did not think about what he was about to say. He said it. He started laughing so hard, I thought he was going to choke to death. Because he didn't mean to say what he said, but what he said was, there's a couple of Twins fans over there having a great time. It's a little chilly out, so they got the blanket. And to stay warm, he kisses her on the strikes, and she kisses him on the balls. <laughs> he, realized, <laughs> he realized what he just said, and he started laughing so hard I thought he was going to choke to death. Because he didn't mean to say it that way. <laughs> but it just came My God, did he start laughing. <laughs> That's great. I love that. Yeah. So he'd do that today and he probably gets I suspended. He probably yeah. would, right. yeah. Probably would. It's true. It's That's true. Right. My dad did all the cooking and the laundry, and my mom did all the yard work and fixing stuff around the house. And he used to teach a sex roles class. I was like, Dad, no one is less qualified to teach a sex roles. <laughs> 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 No, that makes him more qualified. More qualified, exactly. He's good to go. So did your dad, did you go with the the pastizio and the alcalemino? Did you do the whole shooting match? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I love that stuff. Love it. My my aunts were very active cookers. And dad was more like the day-to-day cook. You know, like he didn't do elaborate stuff like baklava, but he did a Greek version of all the basic foods, you know. <laughs> Everything had lemon and oregano and, you know. Hey, lemon, Palomata olives thrown in, yeah. Right. Oh, <laughs> why wouldn't you, man? Why wouldn't you? Right. I agree. Sounds good to me. So he had one leg. That's uh, that's really true. And he never complained. I, I never once heard him say anything about, you know, wistful about two legs. or That was just dad. He just needed a little help walking downhill to a soccer field. Yeah. No, so what, what he did walked he, funny and he talked funny. What did he? How did he lose <laughs> his leg? Do you, do you do you know? 
Yeah, he was. He was. He lost a leg when he was seven in oh. war-torn Greece. People forget the God. Nazis occupied Greece. Oh yeah, yeah. absolutely. Right. So that's uh, what happened. Yeah, he lost a leg when he was a kid. Yeah, he was. Well, it was. Uh, there was apparently an unexploded ordinance or something in the schoolyard. Yeah. And there was a bad injury. It was a really ugly scene. There were three kids that were very seriously injured, and they only had, only had enough penicillin to save one of them. Oh, so God. they split it God. and hoped for the best, and they all three survived. And my dad was one of those three kids. Really? Oh, what a wow. great so, story. Yeah, it's a pretty cool story. Mm-hmm. So he. He lost a leg when he was when I was a kid. I lost a big wheel when I was devastated. <laughs> I, I I still wish I had. My, this is true. My big wheel was crushed by a car because I left it in the driveway, oh. and I was specifically told not to leave it in the driveway because it would be crushed by a car. Yes. So my mom told me this when I was a grown up. Apparently, she said they should get another big wheel. My dad was like, "No, we told him not to leave it in the driveway. He's got to learn responsibility." So that was my first and last big wheel. <laughs> Just, and I wonder if that's what happened to my dad's leg. Like they told him not to play with the bombs in the schoolyard. Yeah. He didn't listen. <laughs> he didn't listen. There goes your leg. See? So in the hospital, they asked my grandfather if they should give dad his leg back. And he was like, no, we told him not to play. He's got to learn responsibility. <laughs> we could sew it back on. But Artillery shells are not toys, but son. The, but the lesson that's is right. bigger. God, can you even you, imagine? You take that? that leg and you give it to a kid who listens to his father. <laughs> yes, yes, absolutely. There are children in Africa who only have one leg. <laughs> yes, <laughs> you too, kid. Carry on. I think that when that happens in your life, there's the obvious lesson is that you just continue on, right? That's the. Yeah. What are you going to do? Just not limp to the next? Of course you do. You have one leg. That's where you. That's where you go. You know. To a lesser extent, I'm blind in one eye and I'm deaf in one ear, but, you know, whatever. You just go to the, I just sit on this side of everything so I can hear everybody, and I wear shatterproof lenses and don't play racquetball. That's fine. <laughs> nice depth perception, fine. huh? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's probably why I sucked at soccer. At least that's the story I'm sticking to. Because <laughs> um, I had no depth perception. I sucked at soccer. There you go. <laughs> Lost a leg. I bite the inside of my cheek. I'm a whiny bitch for a week and a half. You know? <laughs> That's a coincidence. I just did that this morning. That's the hell of a coincidence you brought that up. I hurt like a son of a bitch. Did you really? Yes. Uh, I don't know how why I did it painful. either. It hurt, though. Man. I know, it kind it's of sometimes painful. seems like the less severe the injury, the more it hurts on yeah, a relative kind of. scale. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. It's like, you know, you get a paper cut on your finger. And it hurts for days and days, but, you know, you get, like, a railroad spike through the foot, and you're like, well, it hurt for a little while, but I'm over it now. You know what? (laughs) I swear to God, this is a true story. Bobby Knotts, who's no longer with us, he died very young. One of my best friends in the world, loved the guy. Died of a railroad spike. He told a story one time. They were up north at some cab. They were renting a cabin. And he didn't pay attention to his mom, and he was playing with a candle and kind of singed his hand a little bit. So they went out to dinner that night. They're eating at a local restaurant, and Bobby is bitching about how much his hand hurts because he burned. Well, I burned my hand, Mom and Dad. My hand really hurts. I burned it. And he kept talking about how he burned his hand. <laughs> the waitress came over and said, could you do me a favor, young man? She goes, yeah, what? She goes, 
My son burned to death last week, and I really wish you'd stop talking about oh me. Oh, my Can you even imagine? He'll take the check, please. Oh, oh, he's just going to go. You're bitching about a scorched finger. This kid burned to death. Uh, oh, I'll take God. the crow pie now. Oh, oh my, my God. God. I remember him telling me the story, and the look he'd get on his face when he told that story. He's like, oh, God, I had no idea. Oh, man, that poor woman. That'll, that'll stick with you. Yeah, yeah it did his whole life, I'll tell you that. Can you imagine that happens to you? You're the waitress, you go to work, and then you hear this uh, child's voice, Mom, my hand's burning. Uh, my hand hurts from burning it. Yeah. Like, oh, God. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I'll never forget. In Randall, Minnesota, that was it. He said it happened in Randall, mm. Minnesota. I'll never forget it. That's that is that. Now, does that for the next 70 years change the way that he complains about things? Oh, I'm pretty sure because he was only about seven, eight, nine years old. So I think it stuck because yeah. he, he told me that story a million times, man, before he died. It's one of those permanent things. Yeah. Yes. God. Yeah, oh, God. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's crazy. Yeah, I mean, this, life's hard. You know, this, this crazy event was like, you know, it was a giant story in the little town where my dad grew up. Uh, it was an explosion, and families were affected. It was a scary thing, you know? Lucky for me, my dad's family jewels weren't damaged. You know, life, that's a game oh, of interest sure. right there. You know? There you go, absolutely. You can lose he a leg, but not those here testicles. and there, a couple different places in his body. He lost a leg. He had a lazy eye and, uh, and a lazy son. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well... My go. dad's got shrapnel in got... his body, too. That's yeah, true, he does. He does. Yep. You can't have an MRI. Uh, no. No MRIs for them. No, we'll pull it right out. Would be good. Absolutely. Is that what? Where are you shrapnel from? He was in World War II. He was a machine gunner. Oh, wow. He, oh, at, wow. I yeah. believe, 17 years old, helped to free concentration camps when he was 17. That had to be a thrill. Or Actually, by the time that happened, he was 20. Oh, he's 20 then. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, wow. He's very old and wise. That's at another one of those. Oh, that, that probably leads to 50 years of less bitching as well. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. There's yeah. no doubt about that. Never heard him complain about much. Oh, well, yeah. No. Can you imagine? It's like... Oh. Uh, thinking back to you know the time mom took your Xbox away or whatever. It's yes. Like, well, but also the concentration camp thing. Uh, maybe it's not so bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah Puts yeah, things into perspective. Yeah. I'm sure yeah. you wake up Jesus. every day and think, oh, at least I'm not getting shot at. When I was 20, <laughs> my parents wouldn't buy me a new car. When I was 20, I freed a concentration camp. Yeah. Exactly. Oh. Oh. oh never mind. Yeah, you, then. Couldn't, you couldn't one up him on no, suffering. No, you could not. <laughs> you really couldn't. Not at age 20. That's true. No. People forget that Nazis occupied so much of Europe, including Greece. And you know, it's just Nazis are bad. They still. Why do we still see Nazis? Like every three months, there's some event where there's Nazis. Yeah, Even I know. There's still that that's Nazis. That's not a good idea. There, no, you're right. You're uh, absolutely right. The one that always drives me nuts is the, the Hitler silver lining as well. The trains ran on time. Like, <laughs> in Germany, those trains have never not been on time. That is true. <laughs> Before, during, and since. With or without Hitler, the German trains are on time. Well, if you think about it, it's oh. like people, uh, we got the our local team, the Vikings. They were not good people in real life. No, they were not. But it happened so long ago that, you know, people just kind of don't, they become cartoon character versions of what they really were, which mm-hmm. was, you know, 
rapists and arsonists. Right. Can yes. you imagine Cleveland That's changing right. the name from the Cleveland Indians to the Cleveland Nazis? That'd be great. Wouldn't it? <laughs> what? Well, the Minnesota from? Vikings and the Nazis and Vikings are about the same Vikings thing. Were, yeah, they were, they were terrible. Were you didn't yeah. want those people coming into your town. No, no. you did not. No. Yeah. Oh, and by the way, even if those trains were on time with Hitler and not otherwise, not enough of a silver lining. No. Uh, <laughs> no. True. Doesn't make I prefer the Greek train, 20 minutes late, but no genocide. Yeah. There you go. Train, right there. I like it. Did you, by the way, the German trains ran on time to the death camps. Being on time was not a problem. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we'll have a slight delay. Oh, thank God. Oh, thank yeah. God. I'll live a 10 yeah, minutes longer. Yeah. Oh, we're going to be late to duck out. This is terrible. <laughs> yeah, terrible news. My vacation is ruined. <laughs> oh, <God>. Awful. Awful <laughs> to joke about. Yeah, we're, All right, here's maybe we one. should switch topics. <laughs> let, me, uh, let me close on a heartwarming story. All right. Yes, uh, my dad had a benefactor. It was a family that had some money, and they lived in Wales at the time, at the end of World War II. And they took in a bunch of, like, young Greek kids who had serious injuries to help them, like, make transitions and get prosthetic limbs and whatever. So my dad lived in Wales for a year or two, <clears throat> and he became lifelong friends with, with this other kid named Mythicus who had, who had lost the other leg. And they would literally buy a pair of shoes and share them. Oh, and, oh that's very sweet. They, they had crutches, races, and they, like, supported each other. I, I heard about Mitsugis my whole life, and when my dad passed away, <clears throat> it was like 20 years ago, I decided to go to Australia because I always wanted to go to Australia, and I might be dead tomorrow, so I was like, I'm going to Australia. And it happened to be where Mitsugis lived, so I went to, to meet Mitsugis. So we picked a um, uh, time and a place, and he said, well, how will you know it's me? I go, Mitsugis, you're my dad's age, you're Greek, and you have one leg. I'm pretty sure I can find you. <laughs> Uh, sure enough, the boat pulls up to the dock, and there's a guy, just like my dad, but on the other side, just limping away, <laughs> limping, looking around for me. I'm like, there he is. There's Michigas. The guy's name was Michigas, really? Well, his it's Dimitri, and his last name was Michigas. So he, he went Michigas. by Michigas to my dad. Look, look up the, yeah, look up Michigas. the Hebrew word Michigas. <laughs> it means something a little yeah, different. Yeah, it's like uh, all that, all the stuff that you got to deal with in life. Is yeah, that the mission? Yeah, Michigan. All it means that. craziness. Craziness. Yep. There you go. Okay. All, stuff, yeah. all right. The crazy stuff you have to deal with. Yep. Oh, it's uh, it's an alternating spelling, an alternative version of Meshuggas. Meshuggana. Yeah, Meshuggana and Michigas. Yep. Interesting. Absolutely. I know Is the word right? Meshuggah. Okay. Everyone knows the word Meshuggah. Well, every American anyway. Kostaki's mm -hmm. Meshuggana. We know that. Uh, yeah, I, I lived in I lived in the Upper West Side. I have here's the Upper West Side story. When I had a toddler on my shoulder years ago, we were walking down the street in December, and she said, um, "Christmas lights." And I said, "Yeah, that's how we know Christmas is coming." And she said, "I said, what? Uh, how else do we know Christmas is coming?" And she goes, "Wreaths." And I said, "What's another sign that Christmas is here?" She said. Menorahs! Menorahs! <laughs> Christmas true. is here! Hey, menorahs! She's not wrong. <laughs> She's not wrong. It's the same time of the year. When the menorahs show up, it's almost Christmas time. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. That's what I love about Palm Beach Island. On one end, they got a huge Christmas tree. On the other end, they have a huge menorah. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It works out. That's right. 
<laughs> well, happy Father's Day, everybody. Happy Father's Day. Always a great pleasure, sir. Yeah, good to talk to you guys. Nice always, you. always a pleasure. All right, take care. We'll talk next week. Kostaki, I love hearing about your family, man. That was a great That was a great uh, show today. Uh, thanks for that. I'm happy to hear that. All right, cheers, guys. Talk to you later. That is going to do it. We'll talk to you tomorrow with the family.